Hey there, and welcome to the Financial Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin, and together we are going to discuss different topics within personal finances in a less technical way and more relatable way. So without further ado, let's get to this episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Financial Therapy Podcast. So this is episode three, and we are going to start our investment series. I was about to say theories. We're not going back to school. No, no, no. So yeah, that's what we're going to do today. But um, for now, I want to share something random that happened to me and it's so outside of this world um it's not uh, what i usually talk about but i like this thing that happened because it was quite entertaining right so there was this little girl she was maybe like two maximum three i don't think she was three years old she might have been two and she looks at me and she says mommy why is this woman right there? Why is she so mad? And like, I'm trying not to laugh in public. But, you know, at the same time, I'm trying to ignore the fact that I'm being ostracized by a three-year-old. <laughs> Maybe a two-year-old. And her mom was like, it's quite rude to point at people that you don't know. She's like, okay. Right? But... Um, I guess she was scared of my like resting bee face. Like I don't smile in public. I'm very like, I like to say like I have a neutral face. Um, sorry, I stepped away from the mic. Um, I would like to say I have like a neutral face. Um, yeah, and um, apparently she didn't like it. Right, my neutral face to her looked like I was mad. Right, like I was angry or something like that. And I guess that made her feel like unsafe. Right? Um, which I don't know, like, how can a two year old feel unsafe by someone like me? Like, I don't know, like, I don't understand. I'm just like, um, I'm not dangerous, you know? I'm not, I'm nice. Like, I'm not dangerous. But, like, I guess uh, she thought I was. And, you know, sometimes with kids, I wish, like, adults were a little brave like that sometimes. But, like, kids, they say whatever comes to their mind. Maybe some adults, too. But, like, um, usually it's not the smartest or the brightest people that just say whatever they want without, like, processing it and filtering things. So... That was just something I wanted to share. I don't know. Um, I've been thinking about it for some time and I thought, why not share it here? Maybe some of the people listening might have had a random, weird, like, um, experience with a child and, you know, just stood there and didn't know what to do or what to say. I ended up smiling at her um, and um, she took it well, but she didn't like. The fact that I initially wasn't smiling. So, you know, that's that. 
Um, anyways, let's get into this episode. So today we are going to talk about why it is important to invest, right? And, and the thing is, investing is not for everyone. You um, had to, you have to have a lot of things in place before you start, right? And in this episode, this is what we are going to talk about today. Um, the why of, you know... The fact that why should you invest? Like why, 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 why? You know, and <laughs> um, and maybe you have like seen on the internet like some people saying, "Oh, I invest to be financially free. I invest to be, become a millionaire." Right? Um, so it's quite like okay, it can feel intimidating especially when you like see some people i don't know like um flexing somehow some way through buying material um products um what can you say showing off like oh this is how much i got in my investment accounts right it can feel scary to the everyday person who has no clue on what to do how to start, when to start, and things like that, right? Um, and the thing is, um, investing, the way I can explain it, in a simple, simple way, investing is a tool you can use in order to maximize the value of your money in the future. Yep. That's basically it. Right? So the question is, why would you want to maximize the value of the money that you save in the future? So you have more money than you would have if you just saved regularly. Right? So when it comes to investing, there's something called compound interest. Right? So... It's a value that add, that keeps adding to your money um, each and every year, um, depending on how um, the stock market performs. That um, interest might, you know, grow. Um, so yeah, um, that's that, and I don't think you should invest just because everyone else is doing it. You need to know why it is important for you. You need to know what what's in it for you. And you need to have a plan, right? So what would be the reason for you to like maximize the money that you save, maximize the value of the money that you save in the future? What would be the reason? Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you don't want to work as hard as you used to and you want to have a more flexible life. Perhaps you want to stop working, right? Um, there are so many reasons to why people would want um, to secure a lot of money in the future because at the end of the day, 
what money is going to do essentially if you spend it right, and if you have a plan for it, it can bail you out of a lot of situations. You know, for instance, like if you have an emergency fund. So emergency fund is like um, how do I explain this? Like money for a rainy day, right? If you have that, if you have an emergency fund of three to six months of your bills, then if something happens to you, like you get fired or something crazy happens, right?、Uh, you have three to six months of expenses that you can use while you're looking for a job, right? So in that situation, money just saved you, right? And and investing would help you, like, what can you say? When you essentially want to like slow down in life, and instead of working so hard, you want to have more experiences, and、um, experiences. Unfortunately, cost money. <laughs> it's not for free, and you know it's nice to have、um, something for yourself、um, that you can spend in the future, right? And so, when it comes to the whole idea of investing,、um, there are two ways you can think about this. And a lot of people are scared of the risks that come with the stock market, and I will get into that. So, firstly, you can be like this short-term investor. You can say, "Oh, like I'm not going to stay in the stock market for longer than maybe like five years, something like that, right?" Then you would be pretty short-term. And the thing is that when you Want to invest, but you want to invest short term wise, and because maybe you need the money or something like that, and it comes with more risks, right? Because if you look at things from a long term、um, perspective, the longer you are in the in the stock market, the less your risk is. Because your exposure or your exposure to the stock market, time-wise, is longer, so therefore you would minimize your risk too. But when your exposure time-wise is short, that means that the risk is also high. So again, it requires some ser- serious thought, right? Um, an example that I could give would be like, you buy a product that's cheap, but you know is going to break within six months, versus if you buy the same product but more quality base is going to require more money, right? Um, but then you're guaranteed that it it will last you for some time. It would last you for. Some years, right? And that's the same thing、um, when it comes to like investing short term, long term. So the best, obviously, is to invest long term, right? And
to set a long-term plan. Okay, so that would be like okay. Let's just say you're 25 years old. You're not pulling out till you're 50. So you continuously、uh, contribute, and you know, at the end of the day, you will reap the fruits of. I would say labor, but it's not really labor. You're not doing hard work. You're just wiring money into、um, the accounts where your investments are in, right? That is called a brokerage account, but it could also be like different forms of accounts. But I'm just mentioning like the basic ones. There are also some some of them who are like tax beneficial. Maybe I'll get into that in a, in a different episode. But it like quite. Like it depends on where you live, so you can't just give the same advice to someone because, like, in different countries there are different rules, there are different taxation systems, etc. Right? Yeah. Um. So next thing would be like, when you are investing, you have to have the right temperament, right? You can't just you know sell certain stocks. Off, and I was thinking, like, what the hell is a stock? Well, in a company, there is something called shares. So they are itty bitty, teeny tiny, like,、uh, what can you say, like, ownership rights that you have,、um, and that proves that okay, you own one share of this company, and that share,、um, that's that, right?、Um, And basically, with stocks, it's the same. You know, two different words. I don't know why they do that, but it is what it is. You know. So basically, yeah. What you need to have is a good temperament. You can't just sell off all your shares、um, as soon as something happens. Obviously, like if the company. Is in a like a, what can you say like a crisis mode, and they are seriously being ostracized by the media. Maybe it's a good idea to take your lifeboat and jump out of that ship, right? But if you're just selling based on the fact that you see like a red number. With a minus in front of it, then it's not a good idea. Like you, you have to be having a cool, cool like mindset. You have to be a, I wouldn't say stress free, but like less likely to be like distracted or influenced by anyone, and that can be hard sometimes. It can really be hard. It's not easy、um, to have the right temperament. Like I would say, what's what's an advice I can give?、Um, I would probably say that the best thing that you can do is、um, essentially train、um, Your emotional intelligence—it's not something you're born with. It is something you can train. It's like a muscle, right? And I will link、um, some books in the description 
in the description below so you can get started on that and read on that because emotions have a big influence on our decision making. It's very important that we have a calm and cool and collective mindset. And if we don't and we just easily get distracted and the and we are impulsive, that's another thing, you know, um and we are impulsive and we just we can say um go for the first thing that comes in our mind that might not us and that might not serve us right so it's important to be like very calm very still process perhaps sleep on it wake up the next morning if you feel the same a heavy feeling in your stomach maybe you should do something about it um Would I tell people around me about if I'm like unsure whether or not like I would want to stay in the same position and keep my shares or if I want to sell them off? Like, I don't think that people can give you a very good advice about your own money situation. Yeah, I don't think that because you're the only one who knows best, right? Just like if you went to a friend and you said, oh, my arm hurts. Should I go to the doctor? She's not the one in pain. You are, right? You're the only one who can decide whether or not it's beneficial for you to go to the doctor. The same way when it comes to um, making decisions regarding your money, it is important that you keep that to yourself right in the beginning right you keep that to yourself unless like the situation gets completely out of control um then i wouldn't like initially involve people right because at the end of the day even if people like mean well for you sometimes their advice may not serve you right yeah so that's that. Um, another thing that you need before uh, investing is actually, are you able to afford it, right? And what would be like a standard amount to start with? I see some people um, advise others on like, uh, I've seen them advise them on like 400 euros um, I've seen some people, you know, come up with examples where they showcase somebody who invests $500. So as an audience of that type of content, you like, okay, do I really need $500 to start out? Do I need $500? Do I need to invest $500 each and every month? That's a lot of money, right? And it's not everyone that can afford that right um like it really depends on uh, which platform um you're investing on so there are different types of platforms you can invest on invest in um depending on where you live um 
Where I live, there are two big ones, and it really depends. Some platforms are like、um, this is the minimum amount we accept, and others they're like there is no minimum. It really depends on how much you have, and that's that, right? And the thing is, the number one advice I would give is like never invest what you can't afford, right? So, for instance, let's just say you start off with a hundred dollars. If it hurts to invest a hundred dollars, right? If it's like, wow, that's a lot of money, right? If that's where you at, then you can't afford those hundred dollars. You can't. Right? That's just the truth, right? You have to be able to contribute or invest an amount where you're not thinking back, where you're not looking back and and thinking, "Oh my gosh, what if?" Right? A coulda, shoulda, woulda kind of mentality, right? When you're there, you already know the answer is no, right? If you don't have any afterthoughts. That's good, right? I don't care if it's twenty bucks, fifty bucks. I don't care if you don't have an afterthought after investing fifty dollars a month, or yeah, whatever it is. Then that's good. It's better for you to invest those fifty dollars that you don't think about than going for two hundred, three hundred, And you're thinking back, and you are thinking, "Oh my gosh, I could have at least used that money for something really, really important that I need." Right? I always say this: investing is a privilege, and if you have the means for it, go for it. If you don't, and you're thinking like, "Hmm, I need to get my life a little bit more together、um, before I start investing," maybe because like you need to move somewhere, or you need to switch careers, or whatever other things are on your mind, then I would say solve those problems first, and then come back to this later, right? Um, and the reason why I'm saying this is because, again, if we go back to the whole like, you need, you know, a calm and collected mind when you are investing, right? And plus, like, I see a lot of people like when they start investing, they check their accounts constantly. Like, I don't think much has grown since you checked last week. That's just the honest truth, right? Um, and this is also like funny thing is this is also like why women perform better when it comes to investing than men because men they constantly check, while women they just invest, they dump it in there, they dump their money in there, and you know it's almost like they forget about it, right? They don't think about it again, um, and they may check it like. I don't know, two times a year,、um, and that's that. And 
Sometimes that's like the best thing to do to to act like everything is okay, right? Obviously, if you hear things on the news, like respond accordingly, not don't react, but respond accordingly, right? And just make sure to keep your head cool, right? And lastly, what I just want to say is, um, sometimes, especially when you like getting older and whatnot, like here, like the target audience is like millennials, Gen Zs, right? Specifically, the Gen Zs. Like when you're growing older and you see like everyone around you start like. I don't know, graduating, um, getting their stuff together and whatnot. Even for the millennials, they hear about their friends, you know, buying apartments, you know, houses, whatever it may be. Um, they may feel stuck or behind or whatever, but you're not behind in life. Um, you are where you're supposed to be. And it's just about like, taking those smaller steps towards um, achieving your goals. So if your goal is to invest, right, you have to think, okay, why should I invest? You have to have a plan. You have to have goals. Your plan doesn't have to be perfect, but you just have to have a plan for, okay, I invest all this money. What do I want to do with it when it grows to a certain amount, right? As I said, some people like to buy a house. Some people like to help their children out with their education later on. Um, there are so many different reasons. So you just have to have your reason when you are investing. I hope that this helped. Um, and that's a wrap for episode three. All the socials are in the uh, description below. And next week, we are going to talk about how you get started, right? I touched upon it a little bit here, not too much. But next week, we're going to dive even deeper, right? So I will see y'all uh, on, on Monday next week, hopefully. Hopefully, because I'm going through a surgery. And I hope that I can heal um, in a proper timing so i can record and uh, you know keep bringing you guys some content because you know you asked for this podcast i made it happen so yeah uh, i will see you guys next week and have a nice day